TCL is a proud sponsor of the Score North Studios. TCL, America's fastest growing TV brand. It's the Score North Twin Show. I think we had a very nice series. I think we could point to a lot of guys that came up very big for us. Um, we had a lot of guys make plays, just play well in general, pitch well, catching guys uh, having good at-bats. It was, it was a good good series against a, a very good team. And if we play like this uh, going forward, I think we're going to be okay. That's first place Twins manager Rocco Baldelli. This is the Score North first place Twins show live from Bomba Soda, the land of 10,000 rakes. The magic number is now 65 it sat at 69 for nearly a week, but now it is 65. I'm Rami Makloff. Twins reporter Derek Wetmore back on the Bomba bus. Welcome back, Derek. Thank you. And Manny Hill on the other side on, of the glass. One second. Okay. Derek Wetmore is back. That's worthy. That's bomb worthy. I, I was agree. sitting here Bomba-worthy. thinking, did you read the magic number every day last week? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Of course yes, I did. did. Why would Certainly you miss an did. opportunity? Of course I did. Why would you ever miss an opportunity? And All right. Great joy in the fact that for six days I got to say the magic number is 69. Giggled like an yeah, idiot. Exactly. <laughs> well, I'm glad you guys had fun while I was gone. Thank you for holding down the fort. And uh, let's cover a World Series run, shall we? We did. We had a good time. And uh, the Twins had a good time in Cleveland this week. And not as good as it could have been. But I think any Twins fan. I shouldn't say any. There are those who are alarmists. 99% of Twins fans are happy with taking two out of three from the Indians this weekend, stretching your lead in the division to six and a half, shrinking the magic number. I don't know who's counting the magic number other than us, but shrinking the magic number (laughs) down to 65. I think you have to be not thrilled, but satisfied with what you got from the Twins this weekend, right? No, I'd agree with that 100%. I mean, I wrote five thoughts for the website this morning um, on scorenorth.com. scorenorth.com. And the Scorenorth mobile app. It is on the mobile app, yes. It's your one-stop shop for all written content. I just updated my uh, Android version of the mobile app. So really? Yeah, it's, it's, is there it's an update slick. available? I didn't it's know there slick. was an update available. I'll if you're to... an Android guy, there oh, is. I'm not. So, uh... I'm a civilized <laughs> member of society. Yeah, so. yeah. So I'm not I, using primitive tools. I look and I say, if you're Cleveland... Man, did you have this series circled. If you're the For Twins, sure. like it, it mattered, of course. But if you're Cleveland, this was it. This was your hope. You were going to have a big All-Star game. Shane Bieber was going to win All-Star game MVP. Life was grand. You start looking at Corey Kluber climbing a mound again. Potentially Carlos Carrasco coming back mm-hmm. at some point. If he can get his health situation resolved. I mean, he came out and said that, you know, he's got he's battling leukemia right now, so right. a very serious issue. But if you're an Indians fan, you're looking at all these things starting to come together. Jose Ramirez bat coming back to life a little bit, and you're thinking, ah, twins should have made hay while the sun was shining. It's our time, baby. Right. You come out of the break and you lose two or three to the twins and you get you dropped another game in the division lead. I, I think it's a great weekend for the twins. Puts them firmly in the driver's seat in this division. The schedule wasn't doing the twins a lot of favors from the start of June all the way up until the all star break, both when you look at what they faced and what the Indians faced. It makes plenty of sense why the Indians were able to gain ground on the twins when you look at the circumstances of those two teams over the last month and a half or so leading up to the trade deadline, the schedule broke perfectly in the Twins' favor for the All-Star break to come where it came. They were banged up. They were tired. They hadn't had a lot of off days. Played a bunch of extra inning games. Meanwhile, the Indians were rolling, had closed it, had cut the lead in half, actually more than in half. They went from 11.5 to 5.5 games. And I know that People don't think that momentum is real in baseball. The old saying is momentum is who you got on the mound the next day. There is some truth to that, but I also think that over the course of a 162-game season, you ride highs and you ride lows, and the the Indians were feeling themselves going into this All-Star break. And four days off, put sort of a screeching halt to that. I know that they had the festivities in their hometown. Obviously, the stand-up to cancer moment with Carlos Carrasco, Probably a big morale boost for for that franchise, for 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 the players on that team, for the city at large. But for the for the Twins to get four days off where they got them, and for the Indians to sort of have their momentum slowed at that point in the schedule, it could not have broken better for the Minnesota Twins. Let me ask you a question, quick, and I'll dig into a little deeper answer. Mm-hmm. Are you concerned right now if you're the Twins about how close they are in the rearview mirror? Um. 
I wouldn't I wouldn't term it concerned. I'm aware. Okay. I'm aware. They're there. I can see them. Sure. But not concerned. You're flying down the highway. Yeah, the brakes are cut. You're in the left lane. It yeah. doesn't matter how, like, short of a bowling ball coming up on you, Mack truck bearing down in the left lane, you're you're pretty comfortable. By right the way, now. the next step after you cut the brakes yes. is when you're really comfortable enough. First of all, I put a brick on the pedal. I jump in the back. I join the party. But before I do that, I take a hammer to the rearview mirror because there's no need for it. I don't need it anymore. Objects. I just take a, I just take a hammer and smash that rearview mirror because I'm not even concerned about what's back there anymore. We're looking forward, not back. But we're not there yet. Yeah, I'm no. not smashing the rearview mirror yet. We're we are. We've said this before on the show, Rami. This we bus are. is going to be a mess by the end. <laughs> it's going to be disgusting. <laughs> but it only has to crawl for the parade, so that's all exactly. you need. We yep. are windshields, not rearviews. Uh, but I guess I I thought you were going to say no, not at all, and just brush past it. I'm aware. I'm aware that they're there. I think that the Twins are winning the Central, and I'm not sure that it's going to be a race. But what I was going to then ask is, was there a spot where you did kind of start to get nervous? Like, I wasn't with you for the All-Star break to know. Was it, was, were those objects in your rearview mirror starting to take a little bit closer shape? Do you think about the blinker at any point? No. Okay. When I say cut the brakes. You weren't messing around. I meant cut the brakes. And what I was saying when I said cut the brakes, I think they, I think that was when they had the 11 and a half game lead. It was early June. And I, I think you said it when they won their first game of the season. I declared, I done. declared Indians <laughs> time of death, like the whole thing. I did the whole thing. But yes. What I was saying when I made that declaration wasn't that the twins wouldn't face any obstacles or any any uh what's the word that I'm looking for here any turmoil sure. over the course of the rest of the season or wouldn't be challenged all i was saying was that the indians will not make up 11 and a half games over the course of the next 4 months or whatever it was that was left in the season at that point they they may make it closer hell they at that point and i don't think this now but at that point i thought the Indians might pass the Twins at some point in the standings, despite an 11-and-a-half game lead. I just don't see them playing 12 games better baseball than the Twins will from that point in the calendar to the end of the season. That's all I was saying when I said cut the brakes. Not that, not that there wouldn't be challenges. Not that we wouldn't white-knuckle it through some hairpin turns and some, you know, go flying over some pretty deep potholes. I knew that was coming. I understood that. But my, my confidence has never wavered that this bus is getting to October. Yeah, Twins are hitting some potholes right now. We'll get to that in the second hour of the Score North Twin Show, and Judd Zolgad joins the bus, the uh, the rightful Bumba bus driver. I'm sorry. I, I disagree, but okay. <laughs> but we got to talk at some point uh, about Byron Buxton, CJ Crone, and Eddie Rosario, and their injuries and how that impacts the Twins. But I, I kind of want to save that, because those are the potholes. Sure. And... The more we focus on the potholes, I think the more we get away from the, holy cow, this car is flying down in the left field lane, and it's going really fast, and it's running away. I want to focus mostly on that here to start the show, which is to say that if you're the Cleveland Indians, let's zoom out here for a mm-hmm. second, because we talk about the Twins a lot, and there are going to be plenty of Score North Twin shows this week where we're going to focus exclusively on the Twins. But this is our our last chance for a minute to talk about the Indians, seeing as they just lost two of three at home off the break to the division-leading Twins. First-place Twins, we call them around here. Yes, sir. Okay, so they're in a tough spot, man. We're looking at the calendar right now. It's July 15th. July 15th means 16 days until that trade deadline, which, unlike in past years, is now all you got. That's it. There is no August waiver trade period that you can sneak a Justin Verlander contract through and ship him off to the Astros to go win a World Series. July 31st is the last day that you can take other players from other organizations. And so, if you're Cleveland, you're kind of caught between a rock and a hard place here in that, do you want to climb back into this division? Yes, absolutely. And do you have the horses if it's all going well? Well, I'd argue no, unless the Twins collapse. But where you're going to run into a problem is you have to figure out in the next two weeks if you can get that done. If you can close that gap. No, the Twins cut their brakes up up ahead in the distance. You thought maybe you could inch a little closer and cut that gap down. Instead, you lost ground. Now the clock is really, really ticking. Yes, for the Twins to add, but more so, from my perspective, for the Cleveland Indians to know, are you in or are you out? Are you trading Trevor Bauer or are you loading up? We talked with Tom Hamilton, the voice of the Indians, on Friday here on the Score North First Place Twins show, and we were talking about 
where the Indians are at as an as an organization and how they're going to operate moving forward and some of the what look like peculiar decisions to us on the outside looking in that that they've made in the recent past, this past offseason specifically, and letting a couple big bats walk away, if not trading those bats away. And what Tom said was he doesn't see them being or going into full fire sale mode and completely tearing down and doing a a four or five year rebuild because he doesn't know that they can sell that to their fan base given where they are right now as an organization in that city and how they're drawing. But he also said that they, he doesn't see a way that they will be buyers between now and the trade deadline. He said he does not see any way that they will be buyers and specifically on Trevor Bauer, what he thinks they want to do there is a Chris Archer type of deal mm. where you don't rebuild, but you reload. You get some young, yes, you're, you're trading a, a an established veteran pitcher for some younger pieces, but younger pieces who are ready to come up, come up and help you contribute right now. So that's that's sort of the good news and the bad news for Twins fans when you look at the landscape of the AL Central. I think some Twins fans were hoping that you could put the nail in the coffin of the Cleveland Indians this season, and they would just completely go into fire sale mode, and you wouldn't have to worry about Cleveland for the next two or three years at least. And if anything, it'd be a race between the Twins and the White Sox. Sure. It sounds like the Indians are not waving the white flag on this division anytime soon. Like I said, they'll go and reload rather than rebuild and continue to try and, and, and fight in this division moving forward beyond this season. Yeah, so this is interesting because, that, first of all, that's fascinating insight from Hamilton, who I would consider to be a guy who would know. Uh, he's not just making that up. What I think about from the Indians' perspective is, well, one, put them to bed. Let, let them do their trades, whatever they're going to do. I think they have to make that decision soon, and I think standing pat might be a mistake given where they're at. So... If I'm the Twins, I'm thinking about it from the perspective of, okay, we want them to fold their hand. We don't need to make our all-in bet right now. Mm-hmm. Maybe we should, but we just want to watch our first opponent fold. Sure. We want to narrow the pool here and get to the final table. And do you like my poker references? I do. World Series of Poker going on right now? I mean, I don't understand poker, That's but I'm, okay. sure, I'm sure there are other people who this makes <laughs> total sense to out there. Well, and if you're streaming, you got my hand motions, just like Rami's following along with here, too. I'm realizing recently how... How much of blinders I have on in the sports world? We were talking on Friday because the the center of the sports world was uh, Federer and Nadal. Sure. And I told Phil, I I don't even know how scoring works in tennis. I have no idea how scoring works in tennis. And wow. now you now you're using these these poker analogies. Not like I said, it's going over my head, but I'm sure somebody out there is catching it okay, and knows wait, exactly wait, wait. what you're talking we about. We have to. I'll circle back on my point on the okay, Indians, yeah. but Manny, I got to ask you real quick. Do you know how scoring works in tennis? Oh yeah, yeah. Okay, so I oh, thought I'm a, I'm a Wimbledon nerd. Okay, I was telling right, this okay. to Rami and Phil on Friday. I'm a Wimbledon nerd. Big Just time, you, Rami. Phil, Phil asked me. He goes, "Just you, man." This was on the air. This played out on the air. He goes, okay. mm-hmm. "He goes, look, this this the match. Which why do they call them matches? It's a game." <laughs> But the match because there are games in the match. That's right. Whatever. It's all pretentious. It's all very pretentious. The match. Here we go. The match is going on, and Phil goes, "Rami, look at the TV and tell me who's winning." Uh huh. And I said, "Well, Phil, the big number on the right says Federer forty, Nadal thirty. He must be winning." Oh, okay. he was not winning. Oh, okay. <laughs> Apparently, that's not how it works. Ah, uh, boy. But I, I know baseball. Yes, I know baseball. Yes, we've we've established that over the past six months, but I'm I don't know where to start. That's why I'm not on the Score North Wimbledon show. All right, <laughs> That's I'm on the Score North by Manny show. Hill and a cast of others. Um, okay, so I just I quick aside. Sorry, back to my Indians mm-hmm. point because this is this is kind of how I view it from a Twins perspective. For one, you're going to put them to bed in the next two weeks, or that should be the ambition. Sure, but for two, I'm not just hoping. Other teams take Trevor Bauer off your hands. I'm calling you about Trevor Bauer. I'm calling you about Brad Hand. I want to know what it costs and see, to take these guys, and that's where your point about reloading on the fly, that might scare me off a little bit if I'm the Twins. And that's that was one of the other takeaways I, I, I took from, from what Hamilton said, which is I didn't think there was really an obstacle to getting Trevor Bauer the way that there might have been in the past because of the whole trading within the division, blah, blah, blah. That's made up. Right. Ken Rosenthal said that that's a thing of the past, and it makes perfect sense for the Twins to go after Trevor Bauer because of the connections between him and Falvey and et cetera, et cetera. Mm -hmm. But if you're the Indians, and 
Let's say you are planning on going full fire sale and rebuild and waving the white flag on the division for the next three or four years. Then you'd trade Trevor Bauer within the division. But if you're looking to reload and continue to fight in this division, you're not trading Trevor Bauer to the Twins. You don't want to see that guy even next year or two or three years from now when you think you have a chance to win a division. So I would think if that's if that's the approach that the Indians are taking at this trade deadline, specifically with Trevor Bauer, sure. he's probably out of the question for the Twins. If I the just, Indians plan on being part of the picture in the AL Central in years to come, they're not trading Trevor Bauer within the division. You and I think pretty similarly, not perfectly in line, but pretty similarly with regard to how we would run the trade deadline if we were in charge of a contending club. And mm-hmm. that starts with, would you trade guys who can help you win games this year? And I think for both of us, the answer is no. Like if somebody came to you, let's just throw out a weird hypothetical. Mm-hmm. If somebody came to you and said, hey, uh, once you guys get healthy, you've got the best lineup in baseball. Another pitcher or two might really help. Uh we got this guy, Ken Giles, he's a closer. We got this guy, Marcus Stroman. You could plop him into your rotation, and it's deeper, it's better, and we're all happy, and you're laughing. <laughs> we really like Eddie Rosario. And I know he's not mm. like on a long-term contract with the guys, but we, obviously you like him. He's the heart and soul, I would say, of the Bomba movement in Minnesota. Mm-hmm. Bomba soda. It's... A tough conversation. Do you even entertain having those discussions? Maybe, maybe not for that package, but you get what I'm saying. You could get somebody who's awesome and lights out, and this will help you win a World Series this year. Would you trade a guy who is established and, and on your big league team right now? I wouldn't trade a member of my main cast. So Eddie Rosario is out. The whole outfield is out. I'm not trading Rosario, okay. Buxton, Kepler, none of them. There are other areas where you have some depth. Depending on how good you feel about Luis Arise, Arise, excuse me. If somebody, I missed that. If somebody calls asking about Jonathan Scope, and they have a good enough package on the table, I'd listen to that. If somebody called asking about Miguel Snow, given sort of an abundance at third base slash DH, I'd listen to that. Maybe even Marwin Gonzalez. Would you trade Arise? I would. I would listen to offers for Arise. I would. There are guys who are up on the big league club and helping you win games right now who I think are expendable. And for the right package, if that's what a team wanted in exchange for, say, a Giles and a Stroman, I'd listen to that. Hmm. See, that's where it just gets fascinating. And quite honestly, and Derek Falvey was another person who we talked to on the Score North First Place Twins show last week while you were gone, Derek. You can hear all these fine interviews at scorenorth.com or on the Score North mobile app. Um, and Derek Falvey... Or what? No, it was Stad Levine we it was talked Stad to. Levine, yep. I'm sorry. I asked him if there are untouchables when you approach a trade deadline like this. And I was talking specifically, although I didn't say specifically because I know he won't mention names. I yeah. was talking about Royce Lewis, Alex Kirilov, guys of that ilk. Okay. And he said, we don't have guys who we will not listen to offers for. We have guys we don't shop around. So they don't pick up the phone and say, hey, you interested in Royce Lewis? Hey, you interested in Alex Kirilov? Sure. But if somebody calls and asks about one of those guys and has an attractive enough offer on the table of guys who can help you win baseball games right now, they'd listen to that. Did you see the report? I think it was in The Athletic. I don't want to misattribute it, so I won't throw a name on it. Sorry to the big-time national Mm -hmm. writer who had this and is now not getting the credit for it. Right. They said that the Indians would, quote, aggressively listen end quote, to offers for guys like Trevor Bauer, whatever, Brad Hand, maybe. Sure. Aggressively listen? It, maybe that's I don't know what how you aggressively listen to something. Like, you just really lean in and <laughs> open up the ear canal? Like, what? I, I don't know, but you if you Put a you glass are... up against a wall? Like... <laughs> does that really work? It does, actually. No yes. kidding. Yes, it does. Yep. Oh, wow. All yeah, right. It works. So, I just, look, I don't know don't what that means. Don't ask why I know I, that. I, I... <laughs> I'd rather we just move on. Yeah, this could get dangerous. But, like, look, if, if the Twins are presented with an opportunity to get Mike Trout, like, of course, you're not going to be right. so gaudy as to say, like, ah. And that's what I was just about to say. We got is, this prospect we kind of like. Not only is that the approach I would... <laughs> Come on. Not only is, is that the approach I would take, what Thad Levine said to some of your better prospects, that's the approach I would take to the organization as a whole. I'm not calling up and offering Nelson Cruz... 
But is there a trade package out there attractive enough for me to consider trading Nelson Cruz? Hell yes, there is. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I just, I think I've heard you say in the past, Rami, and maybe I'm putting words in your mouth. Please stop me if I am. Mm -hmm. It's just really difficult to trade somebody that's going to help you win this World Series. Yes, absolutely. So, like, for your Cubs, for example, was that 2016 Mm -hmm. when they traded for Aroldis Chapman? But notice, they're not trading Chris Bryant. Right. Or they're not trading or even Anthony Kyle Schwarber or Javi Baez. These are guys who teams were calling about then, and they were saying these are Perfect guys examples. who are helping us win games now. Because And Schwarber wasn't going to be a part of the picture, right, yeah. until he was. Right. But that's the kind of guy who you could say, if you were just reckless and throwing caution to the wind, you could trade a Schwarber for a win-now move. I wouldn't do that if I was the Twins right now. I, I don't believe. The so only, Eddie Rosario was just a hypothetical, but uh, that would scare me a lot. The only time I could think of where something like that happened was when the Red Sox traded Nomar in 2004. Yeah, to the, the Cubs, Cubs, right? Yeah. Yep. And that was a Red Sox team that was, I mean, obviously they went on to win the World Series sure. that year in the big comeback against the Yankees, but they were contending and they they moved, and Nomar had been there for almost a decade. Oh, he was the face of the franchise. He was the face of the franchise, yeah. and he was a key part of what they were doing. And they moved him because they needed to move some things around and get better defensively in the field and all of that. That's the only other time I could yeah. think of of a contending team that had aspirations of winning the World Series trading a staple in their lineup. Nothing comes to mind immediately for were me. The, were the yeah. Dodgers in contention when they traded Mike Piazza to the Marlins? And that was, what, 99? 98, 99. For some reason, I feel like they might have been in that contention one, that when one they week made that, that Mike Piazza spent with, with, the that Marlins. He spent with the Marlins. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody just uh, favorited a tweet from the Score North Twin Show. Mitch Garver equals Mike Piazza. So funny you would bring that up. That is that is their uh, that's their hand tag here. Whatever that I don't know. Was the trade? I don't know if it would make any sense for this Twins team to do it. I, so I'm not even like spitballing this as a as a hypothetical possibility. I just wanted to know where you stood, Rami, where you stood, Manny, on the idea of would you trade win-now players for win-now players and hope to just win the trade on balance? I wouldn't be it's off- risky. I wouldn't be offering it, but I'd listen, to, I'd listen to any offer. Would you aggressively listen? I would aggressively listen. <laughs> I'd put a glass up to the wall and listen real, real hard. Real hard. I don't know, man. Speaking of reckless trade speculation, do you want to get into the uh, the tidbit you found that you uh, sent my way this morning? I sure do, as soon as I remember what you're talking about. The the approach that the Twins might be taking to the trade deadline? Yes, okay. yes. let's talk about it. All right. <laughs> you caught me in a spot there. Glad I could refresh your memory. <laughs> the Score North First Place Twins Show, live from Bomba Soda, the land of 10,000 rakes. The magic number is 65. He's Derek. I'm Rami Manny on the other side of the glass. We're back right after this on 1500scorenorth.com and the Score North Mobile. You want reckless speculation? My baseball friends, Mackie here for Federated Mutual Insurance Company. Business owners, I'm talking to you, and I've been one myself. I know what goes into it. You love it, but you're grinding every day, solving problems, taking care of employees. It helps tremendously to have an insurance company that gives you peace of mind as you navigate the challenges of running a business. When you partner with Federated, you get more than just a policy. You benefit from over a century of experience in making businesses as successful as they can be. Visit federatedinsurance.com to find your local representative. Federated Insurance, it's our business to protect your the Score North Twin Show. Bomba. On Score North and ScoreNorth.com. Also available on demand on the Score North mobile app, Spotify, Apple, or wherever you find your favorite podcasts. High and deep to right center field. Going back is Mercado. Did you get it? And that ball's at the wall and gone. Garver with a home run. His 14th of the year. And the Twins now lead by two. Mike Piazza, a.k.a. Mitch... <laughs> Garver <laughs> there on Fox Sports North. This is the Score North first place twins show live from Bomba Soda, the land of 10,000 ranks. I couldn't even get it out with a straight face. The magic number <laughs> is 65. I'm Rami Makloff along with Derek Wetmore and Manny Hill. And uh, Judd Zelgad will join the fun coming up at 1 o'clock. If you want to get in on the show, 651-646-8255 or tweet us at S-K-O-R North. That's at Score North. That's how you follow us on all your various social media platforms. And we're streaming today on Twitter, Twitch, and Facebook if you want to see our beautiful faces. That is accurate. And I am going to try to find a highlight, if such a thing exists, from Mm -hmm. this show and put it up on our YouTube 
oh, we're everywhere. We're Scorn just off. everywhere. Uh, speaking of Twitter, if you want to reach into us, Tom just gave us a quick note on trades from contending teams, whatever that worked or didn't work. And he says uh, he reminds us that the A's traded Cespedes in 2014. They traded Cespedes to the Red Sox and then fell off after that. Oh, was that for same year they went and got? Was it uh, Lester and Samarja? Did they traded? Did they trade? Traded Cespedes, Cespedes to the Red Sox for, for Lester. So, uh, was that the trade? Boy, you're putting me on the spot there. I don't remember that being. I yet. think you're right. That sounds right. Cespedes okay. to Boston for John Lester. Yeah, crazy. And was that the trade? Crazy. And so Tom reminds us of that on Twitter, and that's the kind of interesting like reload on the fly that takes. I mean, ultimate creativity. Yeah. But I won't put the twins past that at all i mean i think this is a very creative smart front office i'm not saying they're going to make a move like that but i'm saying they'd be capable different sport but it's what the warriors did in losing kevin durant and getting d'angelo russell right uh in terms of you know you're going to lose this guy and instead of leaving this crater on our roster and in what we do as a team I'm going to trade him, and they did trade. I mean, there's a sign-in trade for Kevin Durant, for D'Angelo Russell, basically. They said, we're going to make a trade and get this other superstar for our superstar. Fair point. Um, obviously, different levels. Sure. Yeah, and I thought you were going to bring up a tennis example. No, but not going to no, bring up a tennis have, example. <laughs> Although, one at the ready. <laughs> we did get a tweet. Let me see if I can find it now. Um, oh, man, I just had it a second ago. Somebody making fun of me for not knowing how tennis works. Oh, trust me, that wasn't limited oh, to Oh, here one. it is. This is Chance. He says, Rami, misspelled my name. The scoring in t- And my name is in my Twitter handle, people. The scoring in tennis isn't that different from other sports. You say, why love 15? Isn't it 15 love? Or do you say love 15? It uh, depends on the, the person who is serving their scores listed first. Okay. But is, he says, but someone could also word. ask, why is a TD worth six, not one point? Because it's America, Chance. All right? That's why. Well, you can't get, an, you can't get a half a point for an extra point. Because we're in America. we got to have two-point conversions, too. I don't know if you would even term what uh, Charlie Walters in the St. Paul Pioneer Press uh, as reckless speculation. This is more cautious trade Look, speculation, is I think it not? Reckless speculation, as Manny can attest, uh-huh. is a brand. I mean, sure. you're a brand builder, Ron. I am. You I am a it. brand builder. Hashtag put a roof on it. Hashtag robot umpire takeover. Cut the break. Hashtag oh, cut the and I, had, I came up with a new one last week. Oh, no. You were in here. Manny, can you play the chant? Oh, yes. Can you play the chant of my new slogan, my new brand? Make the trade, plan the parade. Make, Make the, the trade, plan the parade. Make the trade, plan the parade. Make the trade, plan the parade. It's the new thing. It's the hottest new thing going around Bomba Soda. Uh, so, uh, <laughs> so when somebody it. responded Great. on the prep thread today, uh, we were talking about twins things. What can we get into? What what what's going to carry the week for us? And somebody responded with hashtag. Make the trade, plan the parade. No I thought they we were, were just about. like coming up with that off the cuff. No. No, oh, I gave way too much credit. I think that was Phil. I think Phil Mackey said that. That's my that. brilliant mind that came up with oh, that. Oh, man. Yeah. So here's my point. You get brand building, Rami. Manny gets brand building. Hashtag reckless speculation. It could be the most informed report in the history of baseball. <laughs> Ken Rosenthal could say this is happening tomorrow, pending physicals, done deal, and we're going to play reckless trade speculation so I guess because we, it's a brand. I guess we will hit the sounder for reckless trade speculation but I think this is more cautious speculation. I don't hear the sounder. Did it, did it, did it play? I thought my headphones weren't working. Are we good, Manny? Uh, my button bar is frozen. Oh, right hold now. on. I, I can do it, too. Here. You want reckless there speculation? Live radio, folks. You know this thing will How about happen. reckless trade speculation? I thought we were going to have to have Manny do it live. <laughs> <laughs> that could have been, been done as well. Jim Ross in here. Jeez. Oh, I do a good Jim Ross. We okay. could have done it live. Perfect. But Charlie Walters in the St. Paul Pioneer Press and at TwinCities.com, he says, although the division-leading Minnesota Twins continue their hunt for improved pitching for the second half of the season, it doesn't appear that they're much interested in rental players. The Twins are more focused on pitchers whose contracts they can control for at least one year. That would include Marcus Stroman, Ken Giles of the Blue Jays, both 28, and both will be uh, salary arbitration eligible next season, but you have team control. He says that would seem to eliminate rental starter Madison Bumgarner of the Giants, who's 29 and pitching for $12 million this season. Yeah, uh, And Will Smith, for that matter, yeah. my the apple of my eye mm-hmm. in the Giants organization. I 
is is a very interesting reckless trade speculation from my guy Shooter. I don't know if it eliminates a guy like Bumgarner or a guy like Will Smith. I think that the preference has always been, since Derek Falvey took over, I think the preference has always been players that you control for more than a, a quick stretch run. Part of that's because of where the Twins have been the past two years under Falvey and Levine, but even now, when this is a World Series ready ready team, go ahead and go for it. I, I still think their preference isn't let's put all our eggs in 2019 and figure out what happens in the winter. We'll we'll deal with that when we get to it. I guarantee you. I don't know if it's written out or if it's on an Excel spreadsheet or like if it's tucked away in a napkin in his desk drawer or if it's just filed away in the brain of Derek Falvey. But I guarantee you he has an eye on what the 2019 Twins team looks like at its best and the 2020 team, and the 2021 team, and the 2022 team, and probably the 2023 team. Sure. He may or may not hold the title of chief baseball officer that whole time, but that's his responsibility yeah. to know. The long-term health and future of his franchise. Not to say that he's going to ignore the right now for mm-hmm. the future, but he is constantly cognizant of you have to weigh those things what does this mean today what does it mean tomorrow and i think that the preference has always been hey could you add a guy like trevor bauer he'd help you this year and you get him again okay it's a different sort of deal than getting hey could we get madison bumgarner in here and hope that he mows through october let me ask you this derek and then leave and you at 651-646-8255 or tweet us at skor north and we're about due for a break so if you want to Take a few minutes to think about the question I'm going to ask you and then answer it on the other side. Feel free to do so. Talking to me or the listeners or both? Both. (laughs) If I might need it. (laughs) Let's say, let's put you in in Derek Falvey. You're sitting at his desk. You're Derek Falvey. We've done a body swap, right? Body swap, you're Derek Falvey. Okay. You're sitting in his office and you're looking at two offers. One is for Marcus Stroman and Ken Giles. What are these like faxed? What is Madison? One is Madison Baumgartner. No, they're all on your phone. It's Got all a in, telegram for you, sir. It's all in text. Or we've we've established this before. It might be FaceTime if the talks are really serious. <laughs> you go from text to calls to FaceTime. That's the progression. Naturally, natural progression. So you have those two offers on the table. One is Giles and Stroman. One is Bumgarner and Will Smith. Similar price for both. And you've gone through all your analytics and projections and blah, 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 blah. And I don't even know if this is what the analytics or projections would say. This is strictly hypothetical. You've gone through it all. You've consumed all the information. You have all all of it laid out in front of you. And your analytics, your projections, say Bumgarner and Will Smith will help you more to win a World Series this year than Giles and Stroman. Similar price for both packages. Which one are you taking? Wow. Answer it after a break. It's the Score North I need a first second. place twins show. <laughs> live from Bomba Soda, the land of 10,000 ranks. The magic number is 65. And you can answer that question as well. 651-646-8255 or tweet us at Score North. And we return on 1500scorenorth.com and the Score North mobile app. Reckless speculation. Um, how did I become a fan of baseball and everything you need to know about how baseball works? And it might get a little crazy, but let's get straight to it. Whoever scores the most runs wins. It's the Score North Twin Show. Twins. twins coverage on Score North and ScoreNorth.com. All right, time for a Score North download on Manny Hill. This download brought to you by my by my pillow. Of course, it's uh, twelve thirty nine. Question for you, Twins fans, as you're listening to the Score North Twins show. Which package would you prefer? We're going to get Derek uh, Derek Wetmore's answer on this in this uh, coming segment here. But would you prefer the package you could get from the Blue Jays, which is Marcus Stroman and Ken Giles? Or would you prefer the uh, package you get from the Giants, which is Madison Bumgarner and Will Smith? And uh, we're going to find out what Derek Wetmore thinks about those two packages and which one he would prefer hypothetically speaking, uh, in this segment as we return to the Score North Twin Show right now. Rami McLeod. First place Twin Show live from Bombasota, the land of 10,000 ranks. The magic number is 65. I'm Rami McLeod along with Derek Wetmore. That was Manny Hill's voice you heard on the other side of the glass. If you want to answer that question, 651-646-8255. And again, in this hypothetical that I've laid out for Derek and Manny and you, 
We're saying those two packages, similar price. This is all strictly hypothetical. Don't come to me, Robbie, that's stupid. This is strictly hypothetical. Same price for those two packages, Stroman and Giles on one side, Bumgarner and Will Smith on the other, and your analytics, your projections have told you. Maybe you talk to Wes Johnson. He's like, hey, I see something in Bumgarner. I can unlock that. We can get him back into form. Whatever the case may be, your projections say the Giants package will help you win a World Series more this year but Stroman and Giles have contractual control beyond this year. Which one of those deals is more attractive to you, Derek Wedmore? Uh, and you asked me to spend time over the break thinking about this, yes. and I forgot to think <laughs> about it. So I'm kind of answering off the cuff, but with the precursor. Let me hear your thought process. Let's do. Let's do a. Uh, let's do what they do on Who Wants to Be a Millionaire. Sure. Tell me what you walk me through. Yeah, it. walk me through it. What so are, are you thinking? Meredith or are you Regis Philbin? <laughs> I'm. Uh, I'll be Meredith. Okay. I'll be Meredith. So, like, this is it's, it's not on the fly because I can think about this stuff all the time. But sure. at the same time, it's on the fly. I did not know that you were going to present me with these two trades, Rami. Mm-hmm. Uh, sorry, Meredith. And I didn't know that you were going to tell me that somehow we've seen the future and predicted Bumgarner plus Smith to be more helpful on a what? On a percentage basis, I'm guessing, to I mean, win the World Series? This is all projections. And right. that's how these that's how these organizations operate. When they're considering Absolutely. trades or drafts or signings or whatever the case might be, they have projections in front of them and what they think, what the data says these guys will be moving forward. For so sure. I'm saying in this hypothetical, these projections are telling you Bumgarner and Smith will help you more this year than Stroman and Giles. But you have the contractual control of Stroman and Giles beyond this year. All right, so here's where my thought process goes. All things being equal, you prefer the control. Don't forget, your starting rotation, I know we were focused on the 2019 World Series, and I'm, I'm not going to get away from that. But don't forget, your starting rotation, yeah, you're probably going to pick up Martin Perez's contractual option for next year. So you got him, you got Barrios. You might get Barrios a nice contract extension this winter. You're going to lose, potentially, to free agency, Michael Pineda, Kyle Gibson, and all-star Jake Odorizzi. So, you're starting rotation. You're going to need some help. You'll have some capital to go fix it. But my, my point, all of this long-winded rambling is that like you do have to think at some point about the 2020 and 21 clubs. With that being said... That's my stance when all else is equal. And you just told me that not all else is equal. Right. You're asking me, are you willing to forgo contractual control to improve your chances right now? That's why I framed the hypothetical in the way. I love it. Thank you. You're you're putting me through mental gymnastics, (laughs) Meredith. It's really, it's a challenge. uh, And I wish I could phone a friend. (laughs) I'm, I'm thinking about this though and saying, okay, how much not equal is it? And th- and then I laugh at myself because I'm like, does it even matter how much not equal it is? I'll I'll explain what I mean. If uh, the Giants package of rentals gives you a 18% chance to win the World Series, whatever, I just make up a number. And the Blue Jays package of non-rentals, mm-hmm. two nice pitchers that you'd like to add to your club, if they give you something like a 13% chance, something like that, that's a big difference to me. Right. So I laugh at myself for even thinking about, well, how much of a better chance are you going to give? I think you just take the better chance for the 2019 World Series. Now, if the price is different, now we can talk about all that kind of stuff. But you said the price is the same. The only difference, there are two differences in these two packages. It's one gives you a better chance to win this year's World Series, so say your made-up numbers, and two, (laughs) you get to keep the other guys around via salary arbitration beyond this season. That's appealing on its own, but man, isn't the goal of the sport to win a World Series? Yes. So I think you take the higher percentage chance to win a World Series, whatever you figure out that's going to be. Derek. I thought you'd be Mr. Precautious. Final answer. I really thought you'd be you'd be Mr. Cautious. Oh no, we have to. I'm trying to win multiple World Series, which I've heard Derek (laughs) say in the past numerous times. I'm I'm pushing my spectacles up my nose, and well, you got to think about the 2023 (laughs) roster construction. No, Robbie, you have to think about contracts (laughs) and the future and your farm system. That's a pretty good Conan voice. (laughs) 
That's pretty good. That's pretty good. I'm glad you answered the way you answered. Final answer, do I get the million dollars or what? And Manny, I don't know about you, my first and foremost objective leading up to the trade deadline here, if I'm the Twins, is how do I improve my chances of winning a World Series this year? Everything Mm -hmm. else is just a cherry on top. Everything else is just extra. Everything else is dessert after you've had the meal. If I can get a guy who can help me win a World Series this year and contractual control beyond, great. But if I'm presented with that that scenario of trade A or trade B, trade A gives me a better chance to win now, trade B gives me a good chance to win now, but contractual control beyond, give me deal A every time. Also, you have to strike now. I think it's kind of, um, and, I, and I'm, Criticizing myself here for this, even this thought process, but I think it's kind of like scary pants logic to say, well, you know, we'll take a little bit lower chance this year, but boy, we're setting ourselves up for the future. It's like, dude, there are not too many givens in Major League Baseball. Look at the number of teams that we were sure were going to be contenders this year. The Boston Red Sox just traded for Andrew Kashner to hope to salvage their season and punch their ticket to October. That was a team that Rami in five thoughts before the season, we did a, a five thoughts audio version. Mm-hmm. We didn't even spend time talking about them because they're like, well, they're in, so let's not waste time. Let's talk about some other teams that could make the playoffs in the American League. Now the Red Sox might not make it. Right. Stuff happens is my point. And so when you have a window, when you know that you have a window, and I do think that the Twins have a chance to go to multiple World Series here over the next couple of years, but I'm not going to, I'm not going to, Punt on the 2019 in any capacity, not even like a little bit. Am I going to punt on improving your odds in 2019? Um, we can still have thoughts about you know value and contract and prospects. I'm not trading Alex Kirilov. Don't call me. Don't text me. But if you're talking about a trade that improves you a little bit versus a trade that improves you more than a little bit, you always, always, always have to look. At the latter, you have to look at the second one that's going to put you in a position to win a World Series this year. No waiting around. Once you enter a a, a competitive window, every year is about winning now. So from now until whenever the competitive window closes, and sometimes that's going to mean trading prospects and sacrificing the future beyond that competitive window. But once you enter that window, and it's the same thing I've been saying about the Vikings who went all in. They pushed all their chips to the center of the table. That's the one poker analogy I do understand. Pretty good. They pushed all their chips to the center right. of the table on winning a Super Bowl in the next three years yes. when they signed Kirk Cousins. So yes. that means that every offseason, you have to operate and make decisions that affect the now and how do we maximize this coming season. Same thing with the Twins. Now that now that these guys, and Thad Levine told us last week, you don't get this kind of honesty from GMs very often. He said, this team probably arrived about a year earlier than we expected it to. He yeah. flat out told no, us that. That's great. So now that, the wind, now that they've arrived and now that that window is open, that's how you operate. Every season is about this season. There is no looking forward to next season. And the other part of this, too, is I think we can project what the Twins' window can be over the next handful of years. I'll give it to you. It's as long as they have Mitch Garver on their 25-man roster. <laughs> but but I think the reality is is we don't really know for sure. Yeah. Right? I mean, we don't know. In theory, on paper, this team looks like it's set up to be very good and very competitive again next year. But... What happens if somebody gets, you know, knock on wood, somebody gets hurt? It could change. It could change a lot of things. Or what happens if, you know, player A or player B or player C regresses a little bit next year and you're just not as good? And then if you go through this season and you don't make that move to try and give yourself a chance to win a championship in 2019, then when 2020, 2021 rolls around and you're not as good because your window isn't as open as you originally thought it was, then you're looking back at 2019 and saying, man, if we would have just pulled the trigger on that deal, who knows what could have happened? Yeah, the window is and how how when the window opens, how long the window stays open. That's always a fluid situation. All those scenarios that Manny just just talked about could could play out. You could see guys regress. This could be a pop up year for some guys and they might not perform at this level in the future. Jose Barrios could 
God, I hate saying stuff like this. Stop yourself. Don't. Wood. We don't have enough wood, wood in the wood. studio. Okay, I'll just say this. Pitcher A could blow out his elbow. <laughs> I won't name any names. Pitcher A could blow out his elbow. And that, that, com- that completely changes the picture. So, Barbarian. So, yeah, that that is that is something you have to consider, that it could change next as soon as next year or two years from now or three years from now. It's a fluid situation. But until it closes, until that stick you have in the window holding it up breaks mm-hmm. and the thing slams shut, you operate to win now, every season is about this season and this season only. Good GM speak. Fluid situation. Fluid situation. I like the way you seamlessly slipped that in there. Thank you. Because think about it. How many how many people expected this team to be this good this year? Fat well, Levine told us he didn't even expect it. Yeah, only Rami Makhlouf, I think. <laughs> I can't raise my hand. I didn't so. expect him to be this good. I said they'd win the division, but that was partly because I didn't think the Indians would be as good as we've seen in the past few years. Mm-hmm. And I thought the Twins would take a step forward. This is a big step forward. This is a huge step forward. Point taken. All of that is true and right. I just, I think we got to be smart about this here in the land of 10,000 rakes, Bomba Soda. Mm-hmm. I think we've got to be mindful of that window starts this year. And if you screw it up, at the trade deadline, you could make sure it ends this year. Right. It could you can really screw fast. it up. Absolutely. Yeah. Don't screw it up is my point. You're sitting on pocket kings right now. There's a poker analogy for you, Ronnie. No idea. The Indians, you're pretty sure don't have as good of a hand. Okay. That I get. Yeah, it's like thanks it's, for it's, thanks for boiling it down. <laughs> just that's the essential element I'm getting at here. You're sitting on pocket kings and you could screw it up if you try to get to creative or mortgage the entire future to maximize your percent chance of winning this year. Because, Rami, you know well that maximizing your percent chance this year still is not 100%. No, there's If you never could tell 100%. me that, I'm in. Forget the future. Get out of second mortgage. Let's go. I mean, I haven't I haven't checked, but when you look at like fan graphs and they give their percentages on like division, playoffs, World Series, I think like the highest percentage for a World Series contender is somewhere in the like high teens, if I'm not mistaken. Well, I'm guessing it's the Dodgers. That might even be exaggerating a little <laughs> I'm bit. I'm gonna have to figure out exactly what it is. But yeah, I mean like even the best teams in the world. Right. You have maybe a twenty percent chance of winning a World Series if you're, you're the best team in baseball. If you're the twins, one of the best teams in baseball, your percent chance to go to the playoffs right now? I've been accused of being a math guy in the past. Mm-hmm. Your percent chance to go to the playoffs, pretty good. I think it's in the nineties, mid nineties, last I checked. I don't know exactly what it is off the top of my head. That's that's uh, some Rain Man math that I can't compute on the fly. But your chance of winning this division, are, it's very, very likely that you are going to win the American League Central. Winning the World Series is different because stuff happens. I liked how Thad Levine talked when you guys had him on the Score North First Place Twin Show last week. I liked how he talked about um, just the idea of... What can you control right now? You can't control who the Astros trade for, who the Yankees trade for, that the Red Sox win got Andrew Kashner. You can a little bit. You could have traded for Andrew Kashner, but like short of that, you don't get to choose what the other team's philosophies are. You just get to control what you can control. And Thad said it really well when he said, what we can control is home playoff games at Target Field. How we control that right. is winning the division. Right. It's clear that's their goal. Win the division, see what else is next. But don't think for a second that that isn't in the back of his mind. Also thinking about, holy cow, this is a World Series caliber team that if we do add to, gets a little better. To your point on playoff odds, Rami, now that I'm rolling. I have it up too. Perfect. We might I, be looking at different websites. I want, you, I want you to go with it because my point is just that like even, I haven't looked at the Dodgers yet, so I'm not cheating on this. Even the Dodgers, who everyone says is the best team in baseball. For my money, the only real difference is injuries to the Twins, but that's another segment for another time. The Dodgers, considered the best team in baseball right now by many pundits, what's their percent chance to win the World Series, Rami Maclough? This is according to 538. Perfect. So it's not fan graphs. According to 538, 23% chance to win the World Series. Wow. For the Dodgers. That's even higher than I thought. And they're the favorite. The, the, they the, the Yankees are at 18, Astros 16%. Uh, they're giving the Red Sox a three percent chance to win the World Series. Rays four. They have the Twins at eight percent. Yeah, that's an what eight percent chance to win the World Series, but ninety five percent to make the playoffs. Eighty eight percent to win the division. So you're basically trying to bump that up from eight to maybe twelve percent. Maybe that's a big bump. 
if you make the best trades you can possibly make between now and the trade deadline, you're talking about a four or five point bump in terms of your percentage odds to win a See, World and Series. I want it to be 20. I want it to be, yes, we're winning this division, and oh, look, we just added player X, player B, and player C, and this is a squad now. This is not the cute pop-up twins that everyone's talking about. Oh, the twins, they had a nice pop. Oh, good for them in Minnesota. Oh, Max Kepler's putting together a nice year. It's like so condescending, the <laughs> national perspective on this team. What I view, and maybe I'm a little, I don't know, biased or, or jaded from growing up and spending most of my life in the Midwest, that like this is a great baseball team. Other teams in other markets are just called great baseball teams the Twins are called a great story. I can tell you for a fact that the people who run the Twins are not interested in being 2019's great story. Right. You're not satisfied if Rocco Baldelli wins manager of the year and you get swept out of the first round? Mm-hmm. That's a loss. Yeah. What the Twins are trying to do is take Rami, which you called from 538 and from Fangraphs, an 8% chance of winning the World Series. I think you want to really, really step on the gas and try to bump that number up as high as you can. And that's not a hot take. That's I may, like I, what everyone's I, talking about. I may have misspoken when, when I said that you, you'd be hard-pressed to get it up to 12%. I think you can get up close to where the Yankees and the Astros are right now, and they're at 18%. Well, some of the math here, you got to remember, some of the math is that the Yankees are expected right now, based on the standings, to run away with that division. Yeah. I mean, they're projected to win 100 games. The Twins might win 100 games, too. They have the Twins... Uh, at least what I'm looking at, going 99 and 63. Oh, well, that's disappointing. They didn't crack right? the century uh. mark. <laughs> Come on, boys. You need to sweep one of these series. Wasted so you season. End up with 100. Wasted season if you only win 99. 99 empty, vacuous feeling left in my mouth. But <laughs> the Astros, meanwhile, are also probably going to cakewalk to winning that division. So they're perceived to have a higher percent chance of winning the World Series. These numbers change and move once teams are eliminated. Once that Indians number, which, by the way, Twins fans, if you you get any pleasure from schadenfreude, the Indians are considered right now by Fangraphs to have a 2.3% chance of winning the World Series. Once that goes to zero, your odds go up. You get some of those percentage points, but your team is also better. You're closer. There are just not as many teams that can variants it away from you. They can just slip and win 20 games in a row and whoops, well, sports are fun. Sorry you were the better team, but we got hot at the right time. If you're the Twins, you want those teams to sort of fall off by the wayside, but don't waste these next two weeks in improving yourself so that when it's just you and the other contenders standing shoulder to shoulder going for the American League Division Series, you have a puncher's chance and maybe even favored to win that series at Target Field. We'll hit a quick break. On the other side, uh, Judd Zolgad is going to jump in, and uh, we'll get his thoughts on the discussion at hand. You're listening to the Score North. First place, Twins show live from Bombasota, the land of 10,000 rakes. Magic number is 65. We're back right after this on 1500scorenorth.com and that nifty, handy-dandy Score North mobile app. Call of Duty Modern Warfare is here, and so is Mountain Dew. Roger that. Now you can unlock in-game rewards like only Dew can. Wait. What rewards? A do operator skin. Man, I love operator skins. Dual double XP and even Call of Duty points. You're kidding me. Double XP and Call of Duty points? This is incredible. I can't believe it. Soldier, get a hold of yourself. Oh, roger that. Look for specially marked packaging and visit mtndugaming.com for details and restrictions. Open to U.S. residents 17 plus. Call of Duty points available on 12 and 24 packs and free 20 and 23. 